Lexus dropped the V8 in their IS. Yeah, they did. Listen to that. That's good news. Oh. They're one of the last ones doing it. That's it, what's crazy. Everybody else is walking uh -huh. away from the naturally aspirated V8, and, and Lexus is going, you know, we haven't put that in yet. Let's put it in that. I agree. This is phenomenal. It sounds so good. Therefore, sound still sells, and yeah. it will for a long time. Yeah. And good news, it's here. This is the 2022 Lexus IS500 F Sport Performance. That is a very important distinction. Yes. Because there's the F Sport for everything else, then there's the performance version of the F Sport, and then there's just the regular F, yes. like the RCF. And there used to be an ISF. There you this ISF. is not the sequel, at least in nomenclature, this is not the sequel to the ISF, which was a direct infantry fighter at its time. This is trying to, to kind of tease toward those guys, but still not be one of those guys. There's, yes. there's a lot of words going on to try to separate these out, this I know. out. Well, it's only available for North America. But this, like the RCF, has the same engine. It's mm -hmm. the same engine and same transmission. Yes. Yet it is not an F. The RCF is the F. This is the F-Sport Confused performance. yet? Are you confused at all? Because you're not alone. Which makes me believe that Lexus is kind of resetting themselves mm. to make future Fs better. Because as much as I love the power and as good as this sounds, I wish it drove better. I wish it didn't drive like a Lexus. I feel oh, like it okay. still drives like a Lexus. But let's start with the V8. The V8 makes 472 horsepower, 395 pound-feet of torque. Yep. It's a derivation of the engine that also went in the LC500. The engine codes are the same, and this yep. is the same as the, the RCF, so it's the same engine. Everything's the same. Five-liter V8. It's a 5.0, Lexus 5.0. It is proven. It is powerful. It runs good. It sounds good and everything they put it in. Here it is in this new revised IS, and we overall like the revised yep. IS. It's got paddles with this eight speed, so you move it over to the left and you can downshift, and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But the transmission acts a lot like a friend when you've asked, you know, could you come over and help me move on Saturday? <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> because we're friends, I'll come over and help you. I'll be there. It gives you the gear, but are really, is there anybody else? You couldn't get anybody else to drive you to the airport, really? Okay, I'll be there for you. Then it downshifts, and then you can move. I wish everything were crisp, and I'm in Sport Plus. Yeah. You have a customization, but this is cranked up. But remember, we still have the Lexus buyer here involved. We still mm -hmm. have to cater to the Lexus ideal, which means there was a fight. I think there was a fight inside Lexus because, mm. yeah, we put the V8 in the IS, and it's awesome, but I wish it drove more lightly, more spry, like the Alpha mm. Quadrifolio, the Julia Quadrifolio. Fair, okay. Interesting inputs and really differentiate the car. Because this is only 143 pounds heavier than the rear-wheel drive IS350. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot, mm -hmm. but we're still talking almost 3,900 pounds. Yes. That's pretty heavy. Yes. Add weight to the nose, so the balance gets different. And then it didn't get lighter. The feeling didn't get lighter. See? Yes, I... Could you drive me to the airport on Saturday? Sure. Okay. I'm there for you. Fine. But the thing about throwing this into the corner is Lexus is really hammering on the linearity of how this car drives. Okay. That's what they say about everything. Mm -hmm. This F Sport, well, it's an F, F drivetrain with an F Sport 
not. We're, we're all confused. I'm super confused. We're, we're all confused. It's not the ISF. That much we know. It's just, <laughs> it's like, it's, if the ISF is the one turned to 11, this one's at nine and a half. Okay. That's where we're at. <laughs> See, I just got confused. It's not all the way. And I feel like, like I said, Lexus is leaving room for themselves to do something even different, even more. Yes. But maybe not, because this is only for North America. That This kind of thinking bodes well, because... Yeah, we got the, the V8 stuffed into this little car, and that's great, but I wish all the rest of the refinements went along with it and turned it into a true driver's car. But again, we have the Lexus audience to, you know, sure. cater to. But listen to that sound. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the tack turns orange above 5,000 RPM. Delightful. It's great. This linearity thing really only translates to big sweepers in corners. The rest of the small bumps and the undulating surfaces are still very filtered out. It's not like you set it to Sport Plus and then the adaptive dampers suddenly say, well, I'm going to respond to everything. I really feel like it's only for body roll, that high-speed body roll kind of sure, thing. Not sure. The, you know, the twitchy kind of feel that mm-hmm. most sport suspensions do. You set it to Sport and it just... It feels everything. You're suddenly on, on sure. its toes. That's not here. So for speed sweepers, for long, high-speed things, wonderful. It's just the handling is linear. You turn here and you get that, which is good, mm-hmm. but I want to feel more. It's just mm-hmm. still very distant and heavy. and It's like the car is having fun and I'm not. I'm not the car is not letting me in on the fun. Like, well, Interesting. I, I know the car is having fun. But that corner was fun, but no... It's not going to give it to you through the steering. It's definitely a big cruiser car, but it's a very well done big cruiser car. Yeah, it is. When you're at speed and you're doing big highway speed, because if you're a person that commutes and you actually have the ability to get some speed, like these traditional German bombers, okay, for the Autobahn, it feels like it was tuned for that world. Mm-hmm. But this is not your, your agile little track car, but it does really well on those fast sweepers and in that freeway environment. You know what this car reminds me of? Is the E90 M3. I'm glad you said that because that's my exact same thought. That is, I just, this mm-hmm. car is channeling that one. Absolutely it is. It was so good. We loved it so much. It drank fuel and that's the thing, you know, stuffing a V8, you're now getting the fuel economy of a mid 2000s pickup truck. <laughs> Because you're not going to be driving it, just feathering the throttle. You have a V8 that sounds like this, it's going Mm -hmm. to be mashed to the floor everywhere you go. So it's going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. But if you're driving a car like this, who cares? Yes. I love this car. But there's no information coming through at all. Hmm. Now let's take a look at the exterior. The front fenders and hood have been lengthened a little bit, of course, to fit the V8. You'll notice the bubble like the E90. Yes. Even though I opened the hood and they could fit the V8 without the bubble. Yeah, they but they've got to differentiate. To. That's funny. They got to differentiate, though. Yeah. But they did. So you see that nice crest, and you're looking at the the, the bubble. I think you called it a wart in the E90. It looks like a pimple on the E90. <laughs> it's not here. It's, it's, a little it's bit actually integrated. integrated. It looks wonderful here. But the proportions have lengthened, so it looks a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And I think the styling actually works better because it's given more space for those lines to resolve themselves. Mm-hmm. So everything from the A-pillar forward, hood, fenders, and it's pushed that clip forward, it's lengthened. It just, it has a little bit more breathing room, and I love the exterior styling. It works, but it's very aggressive. The thing about it is, on the inside, not that aggressive. No. Pretty 
Simple. Well, it's along the lines of everything else that Lexus is doing right now. There's no there's no variation here, and it's very much like the rest of the IS line. They didn't do anything that feels overly special, which I guess makes some sense. I mean, I don't see any of these kinds of shapes on the exterior. No. None. No. So I ask, what's going on with the interior design teams and the exterior design teams? Did they not go to lunch together at least? Did they not talk? Because this is a different car than what the exterior should suggest. But I do like the seating position. Mm-hmm. It's just, well, have you seen the rear space? It's not too great. It's, it's okay. I mean, look, this is that weird class where these this whole class has gotten bigger. And yeah. they, they're fighting for notice versus SUVs. I mean, this is better rear space than some five-seat SUVs out there. <laughs> it's just not better for you or <laughs> But it's not, it's not a big person back. But this is the supposed to be the now. compact sedan, believe it or not, even though it's not that compact. So if you want more space, you've got to go, at least in the Lexus lineup, to GS or LS. Mm-hmm. This is the small one. And so, you know what? The space for that world is actually okay. I mean, this is better than something like a Genesis G70. Better space than that has, you know? Slightly. And I think, it, I think it has similar space, maybe a tiny bit more than the Alpha Julia, which we also really yeah, like. Agreed. So it's in that category. It's just not a cross-country backseat. Yeah, agreed. Well, it's time for you to enjoy the noise. Okay. At some point, you're going to want to change things on your car, and instead of just thinking about go-fast parts, what about stop-fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance, but why not just upgrade? You can improve your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with the Power Stop Brake Upgrade Kit. It includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware you need to complete your upgrade. It's all the little fiddly parts that I always lose. They're included, too. PowerStop is on a mission to provide complete and affordable brake upgrade kits for every vehicle on the road today. Whether you're towing, whether you're doing off-roading, track days, including brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes by heading to PowerStop.com. You can enter your vehicle's information in their easy-to-use brake finder, and that matches you with the right brake upgrade kit for your vehicle. This interior is Lexus having the last breaths, the last gasps of, did you notice we made the LFA? It's like the last little pieces of that thinking. Still hanging on to that Which thread. was more than a decade ago. Right. And was, was revolutionary at the time for Lexus and is still, let's be honest, to this day it's a very cool car. This is like the last gas. We really, one last thing, can I remind you one last time? It's also, Have we told you about the LFA? It's also still struggling with having the, what is now about to be the old interface. Yeah. Lexus definitely needs to update this interface. They yeah. know that they're doing so. It hasn't worked its way to the IS yet, which is interesting because we drove this new IS or revised IS last year. Right. Here it is now with the big V8. But the interface is still coming. So you've got the new IS, which was, is an improvement. You've got the V8, which is an improvement. And then you're going to have, beyond that, you're going to have an interface, which is an improvement. So you, it's almost like you've got to wait. Where's the place where you want to jump in? You know what I mean? Right. What, no, that's that's enough for me. That's good. I, this is one of those mm. cars where I think you and I feel a little differently about it, and I, I actually kind of like when that happens. This is also Lexus struggling with who they want to be. Absolutely. Because Lexus has said, and they said it in the, the new IS when we drove it recently, they're trying to do a thing. They, they've built themselves a racetrack, and they're trying to do a thing True. they call the Lexus Driving Signature. True. They're desperate for their cars to have a certain kind of driving feel. Now, yeah. Wow. Their cars have always had a certain kind of driving feel, and that's been boring. Yeah. But they're trying, with building their own racetrack, to actually have an exciting driving feel that feels mm-hmm. common among all Le- Lexi. Can we go with Lexi? Lexi, 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 
So Lexify is going to not just mean we made it more luxurious, it's going to mean we made it drive a certain way. This car is stuck in the middle. It's got the yeah. for it. It's got the mandate to do it, yes. but it's not quite there. It's because they didn't start with that thinking. They, they were kind of saddled with this old it's the old chassis. It's the revising of the IS with the good engine. What this I, is where we're at. The conclusion that I come to here when I drive this is this is a fantastic parts bin thinking from Lexus. They've yeah. given it the best they can in their current interface, current engine, current model. The IS is nicely improved here. I actually like the current IS anyway. Now we've given it the really good engine yeah. with the oh, great yeah. exhaust note. And we've given it the best we can right now without it quite being an M3 fighter, but we got close. I think that the person that wishes the E90 M3 were still made should run Run, don't walk, and buy this car. Fair, fair. Because it's interesting you brought it up as well. The E90 M3 is actually two generations back. Yeah. When BMW it's had old. that high-revving V8 in it in the mid to, mid to late 2000s, right. we were big fans. That engine had tons of personality. It had their DCT at that point. This is not as good as a DCT transmission if you're driving hard, but it's better when you're driving normally than a DCT would be. Sure. So there's sure. that going for you. You have Lexus build quality. You know this is just going to run forever. You know this right. engine is a known commodity. It's totally. a big V8 with power, but it's also Love a it. Lexus engine that's going to just keep running. There is something here that is a fantastic alternative to the current M3s, the C-Class AMGs, those kind of guys. Because you can go with, I like the muscle car V8 feel. Very much so. You can get that. Very much so here. It's luxurious. Yes. It handles well enough for anything you're ever going to do if you buy a car like this. Because you're not going to buy it and track it. You can't. No. Lexus no, you're has not. shown it off. Oh, wait. Uh, All of that is good. That's delightful. All of that is wonderful. <laughs> I, I, mm. It's so good. You're going to be doing that for your friends all the time. You're going to do it for yourself. Yes. Because yes. it's Monday and you don't have your coffee yet, and you're going to go, that helped. Totally. That actually helped quite a bit. It's just like Tesla owners oh. who pin their seats, look at my acceleration. You're going to buy this and take your friends for a drive because listen to how good my engine it sounds. It sounds glorious. It yeah. feels good. Now, it doesn't have the shock-you-all-the-time punch of the, the turbos have got now in the M3 and the right. C-Class. Right. They've gone to turbos that, that's warped everybody's perception, which is along the lines of those electric cars. It's just warped people's perception. Sure. But this is a satisfying engine noise, and it's fun to work with, which is the other yeah. thing I like about it. Yeah, I agree. We have driven the entire Lexus lineup. All of them. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Most of them, we just can't connect with at all. Or mm -hmm. I'll say I can't connect with at all. And your phone there can't are, connect. There are two that I actually really like. Okay. The LC500 yeah. and this. Really? I'm not necessarily the market for either of those cars. No, Both neither of them. Both of them feel a little heavier than I want this to. 3,900 pounds for this, that's a heavy car. And it feels like a heavy car. Oh, yeah. But if you're wanting to buy a fast cruise missile... For highways, if that's what you want to buy, and you wonder, mm, should I get a German car? If you're in that camp, sure, this is your car. I agree you can to buy that it happily. You can buy it with confidence. I'm genuinely pleased with what this is, and I'm thrilled they're offering it. I think it is a fascinating car in the Lexus lineup. It's not a cutting edge edge of your seat drive though. It's not. There's better handling sedans. So while I don't think this is necessarily a standout in the class. 
No. Because it feels, back to that E90 BMW, it feels a little bit behind the class. But it's offering something nobody else is, and I'm glad Lexus thought to give it. I mean, that's the good news. There's far better, better handling sedans on the market, even used. But the fact that Lexus is still stuffing the V8 into cars, that's yes. good news for the yes. future. 